Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we'll be running through the updated Gaming 17 team. We've had 8 League Cup fixtures, some friendlies and some press conferences since the first draft, so we'll talk about some of the changes to the team. There has been a change in goal, defence, midfield and up front, so there's lots to talk about here. This will be the final team selection video before the deadline. It's been a week packed of content to help you with the restart, and there is more to come before the deadline, so hit subscribe so you don't miss out. On that note, with FPL back, I strongly recommend trying out the Fantasy Football Scout members area. I've been a member for almost 6 years. The tools I use every game week are the fixture ticker, the data tables and the player comparison. That said, there's tons of tools, so give it a try using the link below and see what you find useful. It also supports the channel. Thanks to Scout for supporting the channel, and click the link below to try it now. So let's get into the team, and it's been a change in goal. Kepa starts for the Bournemouth fixture. We can't say for certain that he assumes the number one spot again, however he played well before the break, before getting injured, and Chelsea's other keeper Mendy is reportedly in a contract renewal standoff. Whether or not that's a factor we'll have to come to our own conclusions, but for 4.5 mil he's worth a go, especially with the double gimmick 19 in mind. The back three has changed, it's James Trippier and Cancelo, a premium back three. James is also yellow flagged with Kepa, but we have seen the two of them in training photos which is encouraging, and we know in James's case that he did play 60 minutes in a recent friendly. Chelsea's double game week is the first of the season, but they play against Man City and then Fulham in game week 19. Realistically, Chelsea are unlikely to shut Man City out, but you don't buy James just for his clean sheets, it's his explosiveness and potential for attacking returns. In the previous draft, we had Edison over Cancelo, and there is two mil between them, and they both have their merits. Edison's significantly cheaper, but his ceiling is generally six points, while Cancelo does have the potential to pick up attacking returns, as we've seen this season, including an 11, 12, and 18 pointer. Akanji came into my thinking as well for only five mil, with Ruben Diaz now injured for up to a month. Akanji started every game since game week eight for Man City, though he does still have stones for competition. There's been a change in midfield to accommodate Cancelo. The midfield four is De Bruyne, Saka, Almiron and Rashford. De Bruyne has kept his spot in the team. He was outstanding in the 3-2 League Cup win against Liverpool, assisting Haaland first and then Ake for the winner. It should be mentioned that Salah scored that game as well, though Salah finished the game with 24 touches to De Bruyne's 72 and a man of the match performance from KDB. The injuries to Jota, Diaz and Firmino is enough to nudge me away from Salah. Saka vs Martinelli is tricky, as we've got money tied up in Martinelli. Although Saka is an extra 1.2 mil, he has penalty duties and a higher expected goal involvement over the season, 6.6 .6 XGI to Martinelli's 5.8. 
Arsenal have a free midweek slot in Game Week 19 and Game Week 21. So although not announced yet, there has been speculation of a potential double Game Week in one of those weeks. On top of that, they've got the confirmed double Game Week 23, which is the one with Man City. At the back of my head is Smith Rowe's upcoming return. Boxing Day will come too soon for him, though last season we did see Martinelli and Smith Rowe sharing some minutes down the left. Clearly Martinelli is now the first choice and the better player, but when the schedule gets condensed, as it will, Smith Rowe is a very handy option for Arteta. You also wonder what impact Jesus' absence will have on Arsenal. It'll be Nketiah playing number 9, though he's generally a greedier, more direct attacker, while Jesus offers a lot more in terms of build-up and creativity. Will be interesting to see how the next few gamings play out for Arsenal, particularly Martinelli, Saka, Erdegaard and Nketiah. We've conceded to get an Almiron in order to accommodate Cancelo. We mentioned in the first draft that if Amron were to join the team, it would be in Martinelli's place, which is exactly what's happened. Not a bold pick, and currently just under 40% owned. 8 goals and 2 assists this season. None of those 10 attacking returns coming in his last 8 games. You'd be amazed if he keeps the consistency up. However, for 5.8 mil, it's very affordable. And this season, among the mids, he's third after Salah and Rodrigo for non-penalty expected goals, with 4.6 xG. Man United's restart begins at Old Trafford, home to Nottingham Forest, which is a fixture too good to pass up on in my eyes without at least one asset. After three games, the fixtures turn for Man United, at which point there is the opportunity to sell him, perhaps for a player like Trossard. In Game Week 19, Man United are home again to Bournemouth. In other words, in two of the next three game weeks, they play the teams who have conceded the most goals this season, Bournemouth with 32 and Forest with 30. For that reason, there's been a change up top as well. The front three is Darwin, Martial and Haaland. It's an aggressive play, but Martial's in the team over Mitrovic. We had him back in Gameweek 16 as a punt before the break, and it feels like a punt that still has legs. This draft does have 0.5 mil on the bank, so there is budget to move him on from Mitrovic in Gameweek 19 still. Or if he does extremely well in the next two, he may even stay in for the Bournemouth game. Or perhaps even Darwin leaves the team if he doesn't show up in the next couple of games. Those that watched the League Cup saw Darwin's finishing wasn't up to scratch, a couple of big chances and he skewed a shot wide that he should have scored. 9 mils a fair price though and we saw glimmers of what he's capable of before the break. With Jota and Diaz out injured long term, his minutes also looked solid, which was a problem at times this season. That said, we've since learned that Firmino's also got an injury a few days ago in training. Klopp said, not a big one, but big enough for this period. So although this means Darwin's even more nailed, there is the trade-off with so many players out now, which could have a negative impact on how they play. Moving on to the bench, which is Ward, White, Andreas and Patterson. As mentioned, there is 0.5 mil on the bank, which is enough to get Gabriel over White, who we would prefer to have, but that'd leave nothing in the bank for a potential Martial to Mitrovic transfer. Andreas is a staple fifth midfielder if you're running with a midfield three or four in your team. And what I like about the Amron pick is that he's benchable for Andreas' double gaming as well. The team feels like it's just about there now. There are some midfield combinations I toyed with, like Martinelli and Zaha, or Trossard, instead of Saka and Amron. It's going to be a Christmas Day upload tomorrow, which will be the experts video, and then we're live on the 26th for a deadline stream. If you appreciate all the effort that goes into the daily content, please drop every video a like and subscribe to the channel. Thanks so much for all your support and see you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.